Happy Monday, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. In today's episode, I really want to take the time to empower you and encourage you to take a look at your belief systems in different areas of your life. Based on our belief systems, whether that was coming from childhood or maybe something instilled in us in school or as we became older and adult and realized that life really wasn't what we thought it was going to be, I really wanted to take the time to have you challenge yourself and ask yourself what I believe in these areas. And so we're going to cover five different areas of our belief systems so that you can better understand how you operate. And also, do you operate out of your belief systems or the belief systems of others? So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, What's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Alrighty, before we get into today's episode, I just want to give you a quick reminder in case you were not in or you have not listened to my last few episodes, I am I rebranded under empoweredbymonica.com. So basically, episode uh, podcast is still called Mom's Breaking Chains. Nothing's changed about that. The only difference is that now instead of going to www.momsbreakingchains.com, you're going to be going to empoweredbymonica.com and I dropped everything below in the show notes. So I just ended up doing an umbrella brand to kind of, you know, I do I do my boxing fitness, I do my empowerment. I'm I'm working on my empowerment coaching program. So all of that is just bundled up under empoweredbymonica.com. So to find the ep- the podcast, you're going to go to the link below, but usually that's empoweredbymonica-podcast, okay? So that those are the changes. And also, if you have not left a written review for my Android users, you can go to Spotify. And for iPhone, you can go to the Apple podcast to leave a written review. Either one will help grow on the charts. And so it'll help us to reach other moms around the world so we can continue to grow this mission of empowering other moms all over the world. Okay. So another thing is I would love to hear what you're thinking of this podcast of not not just what you what you think but how can I better serve you what would you like to hear uh, I try to pay attention to download numbers to take a look at what y'all like the most and it seems like what's giving more traction is empowerment and mindset stuff so I really want to try to put more focus on that but if there's any other kind of episode that you like and you prefer or like you like that I shared about and that you want me to elaborate a little bit more or 
talk about it a little more often, let me know. Okay, so right now, today's episode is going to be about empowerment. So I want to talk about the five areas that we may be stuck in our belief systems that could be affecting us and affecting our growth. Because again, when it comes down to belief systems, that can be anything and everything that was told to us growing up that could be and and, and another thing it doesn't necessarily even have to be anything that was told to us it could be something that was modeled to us so like you know for example when I, when I get to this area I'll, I'll cover more about it but I, I'm going to talk about that area and motherhood right and it wasn't anything that my mom necessarily told me but it was through her actions and the way that she lived and how she operated out of motherhood that made me take a look in this area as like, this is what you're supposed to do because my mom did it, you know? So we're going to get down to all of this stuff. So first one is success. So success in your life, your career, anything can look very different. Like it can be like, you know, you start the business, you go to college. So those are all parts that encompass a belief system. So somewhere along the line, whether, (coughs) excuse me, whether it was in school or it was your parents, or, you know, maybe they instilled, you know, to not go to school, maybe they instilled to finish school, college, and you don't work, you get a good job, and you got to get a nine to five job, and like that's your thing, or maybe you were like, you know, more of, you saw your family doing more of the entrepreneur type thing, you saw your parents growing up and running businesses, and so that's more instilled in you, it's more of like that entrepreneur type mentality, right, so again, kind of, just depending on what you were told or what was instilled in you can really affect your career and um, not your career, but like the way you think about your career, right? Like what is considered success to you in this area? And also, if you're not in a place where you want to be in your career, then what would you like to do differently about it and what's stopping you? So for example, I never really grew up with anybody having a business in my family, but I also knew growing up that because of my mom seeing some of my mom and dad's experiences in the workplace and on the treatment that they got or didn't get it started kind of shaping my my thinking about what I wanted to do growing up did I I I started seeing that because of some of the things that they went through it, it doesn't mean that they instilled it in me but it also means that because of seeing their actions and what they went through really reshape my thinking about I don't want to work for anybody you know and so early on I started knowing like I like I ha- I would have jobs for like four or five years but I never had a desire to move up in the jobs like I never cared to have like a higher position and I felt that because I was like well I'm not going to be here long like my mindset was always like I want something different I want something better you know and I always wanted to strive for something else so with that mindset, like seeing my parents, like when they would mistreat my mom or they would mistreat my dad in the workplace, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. You know what I mean? And same thing like with my mom. So let me backtrack a little. So like my mom, my grandma was like, you know, she had to live on welfare and like, you know, a lot of things. She had 12 kids and my mom saw the mistreatment that my grandma had being a part of the system and being a part of getting welfare and getting taken care of like fully 100% depending on it and because of that experience my mom said that when she was a little girl that a la- the lady the welfare lady asked her what do you want to be when you grow up my mom says 
I don't know, but I know that I don't want to depend on the government, <laughs> you know, and that was just my mom's thinking because of her experience seeing what happened to her mom. She knew I don't want to deal with this, you know, and so that was her thinking, you know what I mean? And I remember her telling me that story and I was like, wow, like that's interesting because you were such a little, she said she was such a little girl, but like see that, per that perception of like, I mean, she perceived it as like, okay, they mistreat you, they this. And while that may or may not be the case, right? Because I've personally never ex like dealt with that. Um, I don't like, I know that my mom experienced it because of she saw what her mom go through. So that shaped her belief system about getting any kind of government assistance or help, you know? And I'm going to apologize in advance. Again, you're probably going to hear my kids yelling in the background. Um, I got this new mic and it's really cool. But <laughs> I have to keep pausing it because my kids keep interrupting me. I probably paused it like five or six times already to continue. And we're only eight minutes in. But it's all good. It's all good. Okay, anyways, um, so we're going to go on the opposite spectrum. So let's say maybe you had parents that did run a business and maybe you saw them, like you never saw them really. Like they were never really present. They probably provided well. They weren't present or maybe you saw how money changed them or maybe you saw their business fail. And so your mindset around running your own business or starting something like that could that could have affected your belief system about success in this area and why you don't push through your dreams because you're like, no, it's probably just better to work for somebody because if not, I'm going to deal with all this additional stuff, right? So a lot of times you could have that fear. And I'm not saying one way is right or the other. I'm just saying that regardless on your belief systems can really shape your thinking about success in your life or career. But the question you want to follow through with is, is this, are you operating in your success based on your belief systems and your happiness? Or are you operating based on somebody else's belief systems and somebody else's experience or expectation of your life? So these are just some questions to ask yourself because based on that, that's going to determine a lot of the area if you're working in your purpose or not, right? And so I've seen some people do some amazing work having their own business. And I've seen some people do amazing work working for other people, right? So it just depends. I mean, I can't, I'm not here to say one thing's right or the other, or maybe you may just be in an area in your life where you're just passing through and you're, and God has you there for a moment. You know what I mean? So it just depends. But anyways, the second one I want to talk about is motherhood. So that's where I was talking about, like kind of tying about my mom is like the belief system about what her mom showed her in motherhood, right? So Based on motherhood, it's going to, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, based on your belief system, it's going to tell you a lot about how you operate in motherhood. Like I, even though my mom always encouraged me to follow my dreams, even though she said she didn't follow hers. Right. But see, in my mind, I saw her pour all her life and time into motherhood. Right. I also saw her working, you know, I saw her work and I saw her take care of the home. So I had that instilled in me and like moms can still do both, you know, we can still work, we can still provide a home, we can still be great moms, you know, because that's all the things that I viewed my mom. So I saw a lot of that in her, you know, and so because of that, that really um, shifted my perspective on like, I like right now, you know, I'm currently a stay at home mom, but I also work from home, you know, and I've started my businesses at home and this is my you know, I told you in my other episodes, like I started two businesses from home during when COVID hit and then I let them go due to some health stuff. But then now I'm starting back, right? Like I rebranded, I'm back to training, you know, people again. And now I'm starting my podcast and branding 
and I love it. Like, I am just so happy and and in awe of, like, everything that God is, like, doing in my life. And it brings me so much joy to, like, not only do what I do, but, like, be able to share that and have my children beside me. Like, that lights me up, right? And everybody's different. You may feel better taking your kids somewhere and, like, going to a job and, like, getting that break from your kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong. I just want to let you know. There's just because I love what I do and I love being around my kids and I love to homeschool my kids. It does not mean that my way is the right way, you know, and I, <clears throat> excuse me, not at all, not at all. Like I, you know, I, it, it was a struggle for me. So based on my belief system of seeing my mom, I saw her work and do both. I always felt like I wanted to always be working, right? My mom's always worked all her life. I've always wanted to work. I saw my dad working. I saw my dad always, you know, always doing something. My dad was a very like creative person. He liked to build stuff. I picked up some of that creativity from him. And then I also kind of saw a little bit of my dad, like there was a point where he was working for a company for so long. And I remember, I mean, he gave him like his all right. And then out of nowhere, they just like pulled the rug out from under him. And so see, based on that, that affected my belief system about how jobs can just take things from you, right? Like that's, what my belief system told me that I'd rather work for myself and fail and try again than depend on somebody else. And then they just take everything from me. Right. So just depending again, um, or you could have like grown up, seen your mom at home all the time. And so your mindset is like, no, in order to be a good and present mom, I have to be home 24 seven and with my kids and not focus on my work till my kids go to college. Right. So it just depends. I've seen moms do that. And then I've seen moms, you know, I've seen moms where like they went back to work right away because they were like, I can't, you know, this is hard. When I had my son, uh, I put him in daycare at four months old, you know, and so he was in daycare from four months to 18 months old. But it was hard for me. Like, that's where I knew things were changing. Like, because at the time I was still a boxer. I was still trying to turn pro. I was working at my job at um at a commercial gym and I was doing um, split shifts. So I was working mornings and I, and then I would have that gap in the morning and then I'd come back at night. That started getting hard. Like I didn't mind doing that, but it got hard when I got my son because he was a daycare. And so I only got to see him for a few hours in the middle of the day and then I'd go to work. And then I started realizing that I didn't want to do that anymore. Like that didn't fit me well. So when I got pregnant with my daughter, I remember thinking like, okay, I'm going to leave this. Like I'm going to take that leap and I'm going to try to pursue something on my own now. And I, I did, you know, I put in my notice and, and I left and and then COVID hit like the week, two weeks before I had my daughter. So I had my daughter, she was a little pandemic baby. I had her in the middle of COVID, everything hitting, right? All the restrictions, everything getting shut down. So that for me was like, well, I'm going to step out and do this because as a mother, like this is what I want to do. But for me also, it was important that I was present and there with my children. Like I was not okay leaving my child all day and then coming home and then having to go right back to work because of the way my schedule worked. As a trainer in the field, it's hard because you got clients that you got your early birds, you got your evenings. And you could either dedicate to both or you could dedicate to one. So right now, as a trainer, uh, I'm only dedicating to my evening clients because all day is my kid time. Like I'm with my kids all day long in the morning and that's my time with them. And I don't want that time to be, you know, messed with because that's special to me. You know, I get that time to like teach my children and be with them and spend that, pour that time. And so the evenings, I don't mind working and I don't mind doing that. So originally this podcast too, I was trying to do this podcast 
I'm shooting to try to do it first thing in the morning. But then my kids woke up early with me today. So so I probably just got to get better on that time schedule. So I apologize if you were used to seeing my episode at five in the morning or whatever, however early, whatever time zone. I'm working on getting back on that. And it's just been really hard. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm trying. All right. Okay. So on top of that motherhood stuff, I just want to touch on this one really quick. So also in your belief systems of motherhood, you can also... You know, part of this podcast of Moms Breaking Chains is that encouragement to be okay with breaking the chains. We don't have to follow everything to the T like our parents did, right? And I'm not saying that their belief system is wrong. I'm just saying that my belief system doesn't align with what my parent, my family did for me, right? That's even maybe the using. That's, you know, maybe the way that I we decide to parent our children or the decisions we make for our children, right? Probably aren't the same that for the decisions my parents made for me. And so I just want you to be okay with that area. And again, in this area too of motherhood, asking yourself that question, are these my belief systems or are these the belief systems of somebody else, right? Am I carrying the belief systems because my mom and her mom and her mom said so? Or am I standing on something that aligns with me and my family today? Me and my husband, me and my partner, me with my children, how it feels for me. Am I aligning with that today, right? So just questions to ask yourself. All right. And then so the third one is the relationships or your friendships with other women. I think this one's really important. And I'm and I'm touching on specifically for women. Right. Because women with women friendships, because a lot of the times one thing I realized is that a lot of us have struggles with having good relationships with women just based on where we come from or, you know, just the friendships we've had in the past. Maybe we've come from a place where like we always hung around women that maybe were shady or did something, you know, to harm us. And so we carry that mindset into our friendships. Like the friendships I have today are nothing like the friendships I had back in my active addiction, right? Obviously not. But there definitely is a shift in the way that I think about friendships and the way that I view friendships. And I realize that even being in recovery this long and having friends now, I see where I can, where my mindset really can take me about friendships and realizing that my friendships before were based on something conditional, right? They used to be based on like the using and like, so I've never really known how to have a friendship. And so I'm actually learning how to be a better friend since being in recovery because it's one thing to have friends, but it's a different thing to actually be a good friend, right? So getting in recovery has really taught me the importance of like consistency in my relationships, my friendships, not just my relationship with my man, right? But like, how do I view other female friends, right? Do I get jealous of their success? Am I happy for them? What kind of advice do we give each other? Do we pour life into each other, speak life, or do we speak negativity or toxic behaviors into one another? And so, and so it's really teaching me to like, take a look at myself and take a look in these areas like how do I get with my friends how do I how does my mindset get how does my mind shift with them do I you know do I distance myself am I like do I talk to them and I don't know where I dip um do I keep integrity when they tell me things like how do you view and treat your female friendships right or are you that type that's like oh I only hang out with guys I don't trust females right and like bringing other women down And I used to be, I I mean, all of that above, right? I've played roles in all of that, right? I've been the shady friend in recovery. 
I've been the toxic friend in recovery. I've been the shady friend in active addiction. I've been the toxic friend in active addiction, right? Like, I've been all of it. But, like, today I'm learning to be a healthier friend, right? I'm learning that even if I know my friend isn't going to say anything, if somebody tells me not to say something, I keep that integrity of not telling that person either or telling anybody in general, right? Keeping those conversations secret, like things that somebody trusts me with. Am I telling, you know, am I am I keeping that same? If I said I'm not going to say nothing, like does that really, really mean I'm not saying nothing? Like not even telling my man, even though I know he's not going to say nothing, not even sharing it, you know, like nothing like that. Like keeping integrity all the way around, being consistent in my friendships. And also like, do I lift my friends up, right? Like, am I that friend that like likes to lift people up? Am I that empowering kind of friend, right? Because I think that a lot of the times, like I know for me, I I don't know how I did it so long without my female friends. I really don't. I love my female friends, right? Like I need my friendships. I need those women in my life that pour into me and love on me, right? And I need my male friends too, right? I've gotten I've gotten more new male friends, like older male friends in recovery that are friends of me and my, you know, my fiance, not just like my own male friends, but like friends in general that like I can talk to that we have as family friends that, you know, are like uncles to us and like that, you know, give us that guidance and that understanding. But I'm talking about like real female friends. Like we really need those friendships. We need that community of women. Like for me, I don't know how I could do it without, right? And so part of me getting back on social media when I started reconnecting again it made me really realize like, wow, I really, really miss these friendships, right? And it's not just social media friendships. Like I have friendships today that I actually talk and communicate with. Excuse me. And so part of that, like part of, you know, being a friend is again, what were your belief systems about females, right? Were you taught you can trust no female, every woman wants your man. What were you taught about females, right? Because based on that, it's going to determine your friendships and how you're going to view your friendships, right? Especially if you're in a relationship. I know it's so easy to get caught up in just being with the person we're with and we forget about our friends. But the truth is like, we need those friendships too. And there needs to be that, you know, that time for the friendships because yeah, I could be that person that pours all into my personal, like my intimate relationship with my fiance and then I could lack my friendship or I could do the opposite. I could pour into my friendship and lack my relationship with him. So it just depends, right, on those areas of what belief system are we picking up? Is that a belief system because of an experience we had? And if so, how can we change it? How can we shift our mindset to not dump that into every single woman? Because not every woman is like that, right? Like, you know, so how can I have healthy friendships, female friendships that I'm genuinely happy for, that I love, that I trust, and I don't always think they're against me? The other side, am I picking up belief systems of others? So am I letting other people put their belief systems in my mind, right? And so again, just kind of understanding like who, why we believe what we believe and whose belief system are we picking up? And then the fourth one is about our fitness and our health. So a lot of the times our belief system around fitness and health is, you know, that it's not important. I think the mindset around fitness and health, especially as mothers, let me just say this, especially as mothers, is like, oh, well, your body, this just happens to your body, right? And of course, our body changes. All of our bodies change when we have a baby, right? And a lot of times, it's an unrecognizable body that we're in. And a lot of us struggle with that image, right? But another part about it is that a part of the belief system that I see is that when a lot of women, what's instilled in them is that when they become a mother, that's it. 
you, there's no more, you're never going to get your body back, your body, like, just give up, you know, pretty much just throw in the towel, this is just a body you got to accept, and that's that, like, in other words, don't put any more effort or work into your body, because it's not going to lose weight anyways, and I'm here to challenge that, because I really, really think that we do ourselves a disservice too, um, this is probably the only one that I'm pretty biased about, is because we, yes, our body goes through a lot of changes, but where that part comes in as a false belief system is when we're just not even trying to make an effort to take care of ourselves anymore, right? Our children need us. Yeah, I don't, today I don't desire to have a six pack. I really don't. If I get a six pack, cool, but I'm not like going to be crazy like, you know, like I used to be. Like, I'm not an athlete, but I love to work out. I love to, I love to challenge my body. I want my body to change. I want to lose weight. Most importantly, my overall goal is I want to be healthy and strong to be able to be active for and with my children. That's my number one goal, right? I want to feel good in, in my body. I want to be able to move. But like I've had to learn to adjust to my body through this timing, right? I knew that when I was, you know, almost 18 pounds heavier or even more so um, not that long ago that even though it's 18 pounds, it was it felt like so much weight on me. I felt so bloated, so swollen. I, my mindset felt so foggy. I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel like myself. And because I didn't feel like myself, I wasn't operating like myself, right? I wasn't operating operating at my best. I wasn't being the, the a good mom, a patient mom. I was being very, you know, I still struggle with patience. Like, let me just say, getting fit doesn't take away that part. <laughs> but I'm just saying, being active, taking care of my body, it allows me to start doing a little bit more loving things for myself, so that I can do that for my children and my family, right? So I want to challenge this because I know that, you know, I didn't come from a family that, like, takes care of, like, themselves fitness-wise, right? That didn't start till we grew older and I got, I you know, I want to say that I probably gave a big influence to, like, my mom to eat healthy. Um, I know my sister started working out more, too. Like, she always worked out, though, but I think, like, the fitness part of, like, actually really starting and kicking up um, like for me really started when I got into high school and then I became a trainer, a boxer and then a trainer, right? So I started really, really realizing the importance of being a train, of being active and being fit. But even more so when I became a mom, I really realized like, oh my God, like I cannot allow my body to, I can't allow to not work on my body or take care of my body, especially more so now, like right now is more of the time for me to take care of my body right? Not let it go and not just like, it's so easy to just put our kids in the forefront and forget about ourselves. I totally get it. I've been there, you know, and I still can father too, right? Like I can choose to go and want to do play dates over going to my, over going to the gym instead, right? I can choose to want to do things for my kids versus taking care of me. And I've learned that I have to set that designated time for myself because my health is important, right? And I need that routine. And not only is it about my health, but when I exercise, my mindset and everything really follows through with it, right? Like I start feeling better, healthier, stronger, and I see how it really helps my body. So another thing I want to say to you is whose belief system? Did you grow up thinking, oh, once this is it, once you're a mom, forget about it. You're never going to look good again. You're never going to take care of your, you know, be able to take care of yourself. Your kids are always going to suck all the energy out of you. Your kids are this, right? Like they give this false I guess this one ties into motherhood too right but they give this idea and I think society as one just gives this idea that motherhood is like the most draining and life-sucking job in the world right and while yes it is it can be exhausting it can be so hard I totally understand I'm not minimizing how hard mom life is being a stay-at-home mom has been one of the most challenging jobs I've ever had 
Like, yes, it's a job. I don't care what anybody else says. I may not have an occupation on paper, but my duties at home are a job. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, that is a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? So don't underestimate that. However, don't also give into the hype like that, oh, all it does is suck the life out of you. No, my kids have brought life to me. My kids have given me purpose to want to do better, to want to work out, to want to take care of myself, to want to pursue my dreams because being a mother has allowed me to like be able to know that I'm capable of more, right? So what's your mindset wrapped up around, you know, around this area with your health and your fitness? Do you, are, do you believe in the hype of what everybody else says or are you going to start going into a different belief system or are you going to stay in the belief system you've been in, right? That shows that one. And then the fifth one is about our faith. And I kind of touched up on this one in the belief systems, Courage to Change series. I talked about the belief systems and how our perception of God and how we viewed faith and, and everything growing up can really affect us, right? Whether that's you coming from a religious home or you came from a background of like, we don't believe in God, or maybe you've seen bad things happen in your life and your family told you that that's how God works. Like it all just depends on what was instilled in us or what we saw others do. And so I just want to encourage you again too. like, I'm learning today that I have to pick up my own belief systems about what I believe about God and how God has worked in my life, right? So I'm going to encourage you, take a look at the evidence. Look at the evidence in your life. Is that God working in your life? Or if is he if he's really this punishing God, are you, you know, do, do you blame your suffering on him? Because a lot of the times we're going to, you know, we make these bad decisions and then we blame God. And I know that, that because I did that all the time. I always made really bad decisions. And I'd be like, God, why'd you bring me back here? God, why this? God, why that, right? And the truth is like, we've been given that free will to make these decisions. I'm understanding that today. That wasn't my belief system before. You know, even up until my dad passed away five, almost six years ago, I blamed God for that. I was like, how could you take him so fast? I just got clean. I'm trying to clean up my life. How can you do this to me, right? And so I had to really learn and do some inner work on that area to know that I was picking up a belief system that wasn't even mine. Somewhere along the line that was instilled in me that that's what God does to people that don't live the way he wants us to, right? Which that's a lie too. That was a false belief system that I grew up with. So I'm learning the truth about how God works and how he's worked in my life based on my evidence. So I can choose the bad evidence or I could choose the good evidence. And so I choose to take a look in the good areas of how God has worked in my life. And even in the bad, even in the sadness, God has still turned that around for his glory and for something better, right? And so even through my addiction, I could sit here and blame God for my addiction. Or I could be grateful today that because of that addiction, I can have more empathy and compassion for moms, for children. Because now I know what children go through. I didn't, like, understand. I, I saw it from one side. Like, I know what I went through as a child. But I didn't realize how bad moms struggle. I struggle a lot as a mom. And I'm really honest about that. So I really need to strengthen my faith and, like, really change my perception about how I view God because of that and because I know today that I serve a loving and good God, not a punishing one, I'm better able to turn things over and be more trusting and uh, of the plans and the process that I'm going to go through because I'm in alignment with, you know, I'm hoping I'm in alignment, right, with what God is doing and wanting for my life. And so it's just about that shift in perspective, right? Like learning how to like rethink some things, change our mindset, unlearn some stuff. And like, what are we going to fill it with? Right? So now we're unlearning the things. What do we want to learn? How are we going to grow? Right? And so I'm like in a full baby, baby, baby mode of learning about God, right? Learning about the kingdom of God 
and just like really stripping anything that I thought was true about God, like I'm learning so much. So anyways, I just want to encourage you, like these five things are just really areas that, you know, again, I'm sorry, one thing I forgot to say about the faith part is like, again, whose belief system, right? Are you picking up your family's belief system? And if so, has that belief system worked for you? Or two, uh, are you going to try something else? Are you going to try to go in a route in a belief system that works and aligns with what you feel and what aligns with you spiritually, right? So I'm going to recap the five things that we touched up on belief systems and how it can affect us is first is the success in life and career. Second is our motherhood. Third is our relationships and our friendships with women. And four is fitness and health. And then five is our faith. So taking a look in these areas, what belief systems have we been living by? And if they're not working for us, let's take a look at changing that, right? Let's take some action. We're making a decision now. Like, let's make a decision and apply some action that we're going to do something different because we want to live a different way, right? Part of mom's breaking change is that we don't have to stay so stuck and bound to what we were living like. We can step into the new and try something different because, I'm a big believer today that like, I mean, my life is just a way like a day and night difference from what I grew up with to now. Nobody in my family's homeschooled. Nobody in my family's ever gotten clean. But you know what? It starts now. Nobody before this has, but here on out, they will. Here on out, you know, not homeschool. I'm talking about breaking chains and like the addiction, the lies, all that can stop now. You know, because we're already planting seeds. We're planting new seeds for the generations to come that, oh, Tia Monica did it. Oh, grandma, this did this, right? You know, whoever, whoever, wherever you're at, you're planting that new seed. You're breaking that chain and that lie off the previous generations to show the future generations that this change is possible. But it also has to start with this belief system. We, in order for us to fix anything, we got to first admit that there's a problem and address it so we can want to learn and work on it, right? And so, again, if these belief systems aren't working for you, what are you going to do about it? Let's do something different so that we can learn and grow differently. So that's all I got, mamas. You have a wonderful day. And I hope this stuff aligns with you. Let me know what you think about it. And be sure to go follow our Facebook group or join our Facebook group in the Moms Breaking Chains community. Bye, mamas. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much, mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.